This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Bring everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, what's up, everybody? We are back. We are now back. WFO Radio, back on the air another week. The final WFO of January. That's right, January 2023, coming to a close in great fashion. Good times. Rolex 24 in the books. Acura 1-2. Big win for them. Elio Castroneves, Tom Blunquist, and the team. They are able to pick up another win. Uh, Acura, great success. The hybrid era begins, so they say. It was pretty interesting and exciting. Talk about that. NFL Super Bowl is set. That's right. It's going to be the Eagles and the Chiefs battling it out. Big-time games this weekend. One was really great. The other, uh, not so much. The old... You lose your starting quarterback at the very beginning of the game. Well, things aren't going to go so well. And that's what happened to the 49ers. We'll get into that during Sports Collision when we bring on Giovanni and Miami. Of course, our Patreon audience will be joining us. I am Joe Costello, and I've got a big week at WFO. Getting ready to roll off, honestly. we got Alan Reinhardt tomorrow, Wednesday, unknown. I do not know who the guest is going to be on Wednesday, if any. And then we are headed to Orlando Speed World Dragway for the first NHRA action of 2023. Southeastern Division Two racing, divisional racing, Friday and Saturday at Orlando Speed World. It's going to be great. It's going to be so exciting. We're thrilled. Absolutely thrilled to get back to racing. So that's going to be great. But before we do any of that, let me go through the people that make it possible for me to go WFO. I was just on NHRA.com and they had a nice big ad for Total Seal Piston Rings, Hidden Horsepower, the podcast. You know, I host that podcast. I'm telling you guys every week, like, hey, check out Hidden Horsepower. It's really great. But do you know that I'm the host of the deal? There are so many great episodes. There's one with Tim Wilkerson up there. Warren Johnson's got a couple of episodes. Jason Lyons got an episode. Pat Musi's got an episode. All kinds of great stuff. So go check that out. It's all an exercise in Ring Seal. TotalSeal.com. Make them your first call, not your last call. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters. These guys, oh my goodness. Big money bracket racing. Monster trucks, mega trucks. At the uh, Streetcar Nationals over there in Bradenton, seeing a lot of those cars with the FTI decals on board. So if you're going to go through your transmissions and you want that winning combination, by all means, go to FTIPerformance.com. The folks at Foggett, that's right, Gary Stinnett. I have a great story. I have achieved a milestone. It has to do with my, you know, Project 78 Pontiac engine. That's right. We have created the engine and we have shipped the engine. That is right. And the last thing I did before I put that uh, the wood on the sides of the crate, I shot some fogget in each of the ports, up the exhaust, down the intake, going to make sure it's going over the road. It's the inside of the cylinders got a little coating of protection. Now, that's an engine that's going to get torn down and rebuilt. What about your high-performance racing engine that you've just finished the end of a race? Say you're going to Orlando and it's Friday night and you're going to put it away for Saturday and get ready for first round. You got to fog it down. 
to protect those cylinder walls. Go to Foggit.com to find out more information. Folks at Phillips-Connect, I, I say that because you guys are all listening and you want to go to the website, PhillipsConnect.com. Smart trailer technology, connected trucks, connected trailers. You know where they are. You know what they're doing. You know if they're safe. You know if they're loaded. Hey, this one's loaded. Hey, this one's stopped. Hey, this one's 500 pounds lighter. Hey, this one's moving again. Wouldn't it be nice to know those kind of things? It's all about phillips-connect.com. Go to their website, find out if you are in the transportation industry. Well, you can reach out to me and I'll put you together with the folks at Phillips Connect. Joe at wforadio.com. Bernie Speed Shop, American Classic Horsepower. Super excited about Bernie's and Josh Hart in 2023. 100,000 square feet of inventory up there in Ocala, Florida. And you can bet I'm going to go check out Bernie's when I go to the Gator Nationals this year. Going to go check out Bernie's, baby. Check it out and take some photos. And who knows what we're going to do over there. But if you can't make it by Bernie's, and Josh always says, tell him to swing by. Swing by, say hi, the whole thing. At very least, you can go to the website. You can check out their inventory on their social media. Bernie's, B-U-R-N-Y-Z-Z.com. Later on in the show, I'll tell you about samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. Of course, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, another McGahey just went through Frank Hawley's. That's pretty cool. And Rodax Coffee and Grills.com. Marvin Rodak, hot sauce, spice rub, everything good you know, Marvin. And then, of course, well, let me give you Marvin's number, 817-924-6821. And then finally, the Patreons. You know, we picked up some Patreons this week, and I'm still, we're doing our drive. The Patreon membership drive, which is going to go right up to the start of the season, the Gator Nationals. Join for the year at any level, but you pay for a full year, and I will send you a WFO cruise shirt along with the rest of your Patreon booty, the patch and the decal and the pin and all of that stuff. Plus, you get access to be on this show as we're going to bring our Patreons on real soon. They can be in the chat section and they can enable their camera and be on. And who knows, maybe even co-host the show, maybe even solo the show. Oh, I see Pickle Rick got his sick week shirt finally. That's good. All that is happening on WFO and we appreciate all that. Let's bring on the Giovanni in Miami. What's up, Giovanni? How are you? There he is. He's unmuted. It's, uh, there it I is, think. the big entrance. Yeah, the Happy big birthday, WFO Joe. Let's get all Thank the you, important Joe. business out of the way and start with the fact that today, January the 30th, on a long, cold winter night, many, many, many moons ago, a young Joe came into the world. It's true. Thank you very much. Thank you, Gio. That is wonderful of you to do that. And I, I appreciate it. I do trust the many, many, many moons. Yeah, well... <laughs> It's a milestone one, right? You know, like the big five zero. Although for everybody out there listening, I want you all to know that I'm going to start oh. telling people. Yeah, exactly. The big five zero. Uh, I'm going to lie to people now about this. I feel like ageism is real. I feel like I could be discriminated against for my advanced age, especially when I'm out there and there are people in their 30s all around. So I'm just letting everybody on WFO know that it's our secret. But I'm going to lie about this deal. I'm 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 going with like 42. I have done a consensus amongst my friends and, and strangers. And they tell me that 42 is very realistic. And so I'm going with that. That's going to be the deal. But you guys, the WFO listeners, you know that I'm 50. That's right. 50 years old. Crazy, crazy stuff. Thinking about life and death. And it, it, is it depressing? Yeah. 
yeah, it was, but my just had a talk with my dad and he's like, ah, don't worry about that stuff, man. You just hang in as long as you can. I was like, that's a good attitude too. You hang in as long as you can. And that's it. Now it is not just my birthday though. In fact, this will be like a mini birthday extravaganza is what it's going to be. A mini birthday extravaganza. But I'm going to say happy birthday Giovanni, whose birthday is on Wednesday. And so this is like a double, like tonight is my birthday. This is it. This is what I'm doing for the birthday celebration is this. Wednesday is Giovanni's birthday and happy that's birthday right. to you. So, you too. know, like, that's right. But tonight is your night, bro. Tonight is my night, bro. <laughs> but you're here, too. And your birthday's in two days. And the way that works is, you know, you got to do combined celebration. Ever since I met you at that radio station, found out your birthday was two days after mine. It's been some uh, combined birthday. You tried to test my NASCAR knowledge right away, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, long hair. You don't know nothing about NASCAR. Get out of here. NASCAR, yeah, right. Yeah, you, did. you knew some stuff. That and the Beastie Boys. And that kind of... Uh, right. Remember that eight track that didn't play the audio? To this day. I wish I had that, right? That was like a, a karaoke instrumental track. instrumental version. The lyrical track wasn't playing. It was just the background. Somehow on one of those old carts... For those of you who have radio experience, remember the cart machine. That's how far back I go. But I don't need to say that anymore because everybody knows that because I'm 50. Oh, you know, like you can easily do the math. 1973. What a year it was. It is now 2023. But I'm feeling great. Went to the gym today. Had a good time. Good experience. Got really positive things going on in my life, honestly, that I'm going to tell everybody about. But it wasn't all roses this past week. We had some very negative things happen. Very negative things. I'll tell everybody about all of that. We get into it, but first let's bring on some of the Patreons, like Sue Morris is here. What's up, Sue? Oh, Sue's muted too. See, she's taking after Giovanni. Unmuting. <laughs> See, the more you two hang out, the more you become alike. Well, you know, we just got to fire it up for it's the WFO birthday, boys. Happy oh birthday. Oh, my God, that was a burnout. I was like, what is that? Is that some sort of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was that? It was some... That's great. Thank you, Sue. <laughs> I had so to, nice you know, time. bounce it off the chip for you and give you guys a little burnout to fire up your week and wish you both happy birthday. That was so... the Sue Morris burnout? Is that like your ringtone or something? <laughs> that was from Mooresville, bouncing off the chip. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. I hope to be bouncing off the chip. Real soon. Look at the chat section, man. Everybody is just going off. Megan says happy birthday, happy Monday, and happy Joe's birthday, and happy birthday, everybody. And also happy Super Bowl to uh, all who celebrate. Yeah, you guys got to be very excited about that. Monica says, hi, everyone. Happy birthday to Joe and Gio. Uh, got to re-up on my WFO blend coffee running dangerously low, says Caleb. Way to go, uh -oh. Caleb. Go Caleb get that coffee. Get the coffee. But by the way, I just want to say to everyone, it's wonderful that you ordered the WFO uh, blend. But there are a lot of great blends out there. WFO is one of many. Feel free to ask Marvin and try something else. You are not uh, locked into one thing. Like uh, Sue likes the Dr. Congo. And uh, I like that ha Haitian. Oh, the Haitian the honey zombie. The, I like the, the zombie. The zombie. There's so ah, many great ones man. out there. Bang the blower doesn't get the love. Bang the blower is a great one, especially if you're going to make espresso out of it. doesn't get as much love. He's got drag racing themed, Caleb. So check it out. 817-924-6821. Pickle Rick says, happy birthday. Everybody's saying happy birthday. Monica with the best thing so far. 50 is the new 40. You know, that's a common thing. 50 is the new 40. 30 is the new 20. 20 is the new... That's kind of where it stops, right there at 20. <laughs> Nobody wants it to be any less. Nobody wants... 
you know. We, we don't want to go that far back. No. 18. Uh-uh. 20 is the two new 18. <laughs> yeah, 15, it goes the other way when you're younger. 15 is the new 21. And all the parents are like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Except the kids think it is. Yeah, 15 is the new 21. It's really weird the way it all works. Uh, Dragster Jeff says five years till restaurant discount, Joe. You know, that's not no, he, wait, That's a myth. He, you're technically AARP eligible, 50 years old. That's I right. got the AARP eligible membership thing, and I was going to fill it out last week and send it in. I just got too busy. I am definitely going to get on the list for some discounts, man. Like, why would I not? <laughs> this is some sort of like pride thing. I'm not going to take discounts because no, man, I'm going to take discounts. I'm going to call people. Yeah. AARP discount, please. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> Times the early bird for 30. Yeah. Put me down. Can I get a reservation for one? Yes. Thank you. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I'm going to go gonna, all in. First you're all, all in. Yeah. Well, in South Florida already. We know exactly how to do this. Pretty soon I'll be taking silverware and put it in my pocket and taking the salt packets. It's going right. to be great. Don't forget the ketchup. <laughs> oh man. I know exactly how to do this. Our former, uh, you know, my radio mentor, Neil Rogers used to talk about those folks all the time that, you know, yep. the older folks that would, uh, Wolfies. You know, <laughs> Wolfies at Pumpernick's stealing the, uh, silverware, right. They're elderly and they're out there, and, you and know, the little, shuffling the in. little salt pepper shakers too. You remember they used to, yes, absolutely. The shuffling <laughs> in the shuffling out there. I, I know all about that. I'm ready to be that. Here we go. Fast Eddie says, happy birthday. Megan says, happy early birthday to Gio. Bobby Graham says, I'll be back. <laughs> Matt says happy birthday to the boys. Everybody's saying happy birthday, Gio. Oh, my gosh. It's a love fest for the birthday. This is the most love I've gotten all day long. Burnouts Aww. forever. Uh, not you. No, listen. I, I I had a very big thing happen today that I want to tell everybody. I keep saying 30 is the new 20 to make myself feel better, says Megan. You know, Megan, I had a lot more fun in my 30s than in my 20s. 20s were great, but 30s were better, I thought. 30s were awesome because I had some knowledge and experience and money. 40s, uh, it, it gets a little better because you got a little more money. 40s was really good, yeah, too. Maybe. Know. So, really, I've just uncovered, and I knew this, that <laughs> my life has just been a trajectory up with not like, you know, straight up, like that yodeler on Price is Right. I mean, <laughs> like some, you know, up and down, but generally up. 30s, 40s, 50s. Maybe the 50s will be the best decade ever. It's going to be Joe Goes Drag Racing. I think so, Sue. I think so. Now, we're going to talk a little Rolex 24. We're going to talk NFL, but I'm going to give my story about what's going on. Pickle Rick says, the crate is gone. Yes. The engine, the Project 78, which if you guys got a better name for this project, please put it out on the table, Sue. This is just what I'm going. Oh, look, Bobby Graham is back. We got a full house down there. Engine party. Bobby. Bobby. I'm I'm fighting internet tonight. Oh, Oh, man. It's all right. Uh, yeah, well, you, you stealing signal? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> the wife had to send, the wife had Are to send we? hers back. They they uh mandated she bring it back. So I'm trying her new one, and <laughs> everybody was freezing up while I go when I was on. I said, "Well, it's got to be me." So I went back. All right. To my so old, listen, I, I'm gonna in full disclosure. Trip. Full disclosure. Uh, I don't know what it did, but I did up the. Uh, resolution on my camera and I feel like I have the computer muscle to do this and I feel like I've got the internet connection to do this and I wanted to up the resolution on the camera and so I have done it this is kind of an experiment and if it works 
I'm going to bring it over to the NHRA Nitro stuff. So if you guys are all having yeah. problems because of that, though, maybe that's maybe that's it, Bobby. But judging by your past, eh, we got to we got to do more testing because you've had Internet issues yeah. in the past. So. Yeah, I, I'm right now I'm using my hotspot on my phone does better than this new uh, hotspot that she bought. That's a it's miracle that good. you can do that. The hotspot on true. your phone. Like, that's, that's a true. miracle. Like Bobby. The tower's not up yet. So that's amazing. AMCA <laughs> is what Dragster Jeff says. Oh, there's another elderly thing, not AARP. Oh, wow. oh that's great, Dragster Jeff. Wow. Send me it all. Bobby Graham says I'm 70s the new 50. I agree with that. And I think 80s the new uh 68. <laughs> the point is everybody is is acting younger than the age that it was when we were kids. When I was a kid, my mom was just telling me that 50 was decrepit when she was a teenager, like 50. Oh my gosh. You're elderly, right? Walkers, tennis balls on the bottle in the Walker sliding around all of that. The big thick. Uh, anyway, the point is everything is being modified because of health and wellness and mental attitude. And we're all having so much fun. So that's the plan is the engine on the truck. Asks, asks dragster Jeff. Monica says she's fighting the internet uh, too. I think AJ has too much going on with his computers. Yes, it's definitely AJ. Super Bowl on VHF or UHF at your house, Bobby. <laughs> it's terrestrial is what I got. Hey, whatever, whatever works. So far. So far. Here's the deal. The engine is on the road. It was All picked right. up earlier today. The, it's the end of the beginning. Is what I said to the Patreon stand on Monday motivation. Quote uh, Winston Churchill. It is the end of the beginning. I found a pallet. I adjusted the pallet. I bought an engine cradle. I bought wood. I chopped wood. I cut wood. I measured wood. I put it all together. I did all that stuff. My buddy Robert came over with his pallet jack. We transferred the engine from the engine stand to the pallet. We put the sides on it, put the headers down in there, put the carburetor down in there, put the starter down in there, put everything in there that we could. We sealed it up. We shrink wrapped it all up like uh, Dave uh, and Sue recommended. Called up uh, RNL carriers. Of course, they are a you know su supporter of Josh Hart. Like Josh Hart is a supporter of WFO. RNL carriers is a supporter of Josh Hart. That's who we're using. Period. The truck showed up. There was a window of one to five. Of course, last night it rained just to add annoyance. I tried to hold it off as much as I could. Thanks, I got Bobby. over six inches here. <laughs> I oh, tried to hold it off. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> five oh, you know, five ten. They rolled up in front of the parents' house. Nice guy named Otto came out, picked it up with his electric pallet jack, which made me very jealous. Like, look at that. That thing is amazing. And it's gone it is on its way and so it's a major milestone sue knows this is the best birthday present i could have possibly given myself because now like the last milestone was getting the engine out now it's on its way somewhere where someone with knowledge can observe and analyze and say this is good and this is not good and this is what you need and this is what you don't need and this is what we're going to do that is what we needed to do and it's done and it's happening and it's on its way. And I'm just so excited. Like this is me. My dad had a big smile on his face. It was 
just tremendous. And that's it. And this just happened. So I'm super excited. Now, it is a bit of a bummer that I almost burned down my whole empire in my house uh, be- because of this. What? What? Yeah. What? It's the downside to the wait, story. Wait. I, mean, I was on, trying you know. to figure out what the downside is. This is the story we're going to get. There's something missing, Joe. There's something missing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's always some struggle. <laughs> and, uh, you know, nearly burning down the entire empire is the struggle. You're not supposed to torch the crate. I don't no, remember I, seeing any torching. So here's the story. And this is an interesting guy. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting, but it's not interesting. It's Bobby Graham gave us some words of wisdom a couple of weeks ago. And the words of wisdom were slow down. Remember that, Bobby? I remember. You said to slow down. And why? Because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to. You need to think things through before you do things. Yes. Exactly. Think things through and keep your thoughts on what you're doing also. So this weekend is NHRA division two in Orlando. Following weekend is the Super Bowl. The following weekend is the Daytona 500 and the division five awards banquet in Kansas city. The engine is going to Kansas city. I'm going to Kansas city. It's very important that the engine get there ahead of me. So that I can get there and take some photos and do all this uh, social media stuff and see where it is. And it's very important. So I have got a hard deadline on this project. And the hard deadline was pretty much today. This was the hard deadline. And so over the past couple of weeks, finding a pallet, doing this, doing that, finding the stuff. Is this going to work? I don't think this is going to work. Is it going to work? So my friend Robert has got a small engine repair place right around the corner. Can't find good mechanics, by the way. Anybody out there in the WFL universe that is a small engine mechanic that wants to live in South Florida, you should uh, reach out to me because this guy is desperate to find someone who's like a knowledgeable small engine mechanic who knows how to like show up to work and stay at work until work is over, you know, the hard stuff. Um, Anyway, I digress. It's going to be one big digression. So he's like, hey, I got that pallet doesn't work. I got a pallet over here. Do you want to look at this pallet? And I was like, yeah, I gotta look at the pallet. So I go to the doctor. I'm at the doctor. I'm going to gastroenterologist crap, right? 50-year-old stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> on my... Did you schedule that for today? No, this was, oh. this was I believe it was Thursday. <laughs> this is last week. This is Thursday. So, you know, it's all coming to a conclusion on the weekend. Might have been Wednesday. But I think it was Thursday. So I go to the uh. doctor, come home from the doctor. I just have this experience at the doctor. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go through all this nonsense. Oh, man. And Robert's like, hey, do you want to see this pallet? If you got to see this pallet, I'm starting to make breakfast, right? And I'm, I'm thinking about it. And he's like, hey, if you want to see this pallet, you should come see it because I'm going to leave. I got to go do a delivery. I was like, all right, I'll be there in a minute. Take my breakfast, put it back in the refrigerator, walk out the door, go to his place, look at the pallet, decide that his pallet is not better than my pallet. We chit chat for a little bit. I come back total 20 to 25 minutes, come back inside, open the door, the entire house top to bottom is full of smoke. Oh no. I had put a pan on the stovetop to fry an egg Uh-oh. with a little olive oil inside the pan. Just covered the bottom of the pan with olive oil. And I turned on the stove and then I got the call and then I got distracted 
And then I put everything away and I walked away and I did not shut off the stovetop. And that little tiny bit of olive oil, it was like the oil fields in Iraq. It was crazy. Produced enough smoke to fill the kitchen, the living room, the studio. The studio where I am right now, like smoke was down to here. Like it was just thick smoke everywhere. The whole thing. If this thing had erupted into a fire... There would have been a major problem. The the least of it would have been. It would have been like Friday night with the jet cars. He would have <laughs> walked home going. Fire! I should have yelled. I should have opened the door. I should have been fire. And there's the pops. I can hear him when he called 911. So I open the door and I immediately, you know, I figure it out pretty rapidly. Oh, my God. So I go running in there and I pull the pan off the fire. I turn off, off the heat. It's just smoking. I wish everybody like. I did not, the thought was in there, but there was no time to pull out my phone and take a video. It was not, that was not the smart thing to do in that moment. No, priority number one, you did. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) No, I snapped right back into reality as this is happening. But smoke is just shooting off this pan like a thousand miles an hour, straight up and rolling off the ceiling like it was crazy. So I turn on the fan. I take the thing off. I run around opening all the doors, opening all the windows. I take the pan and bring it outside. And now I'm just opening everything. And so I was at a press for time. And now I have cost myself 10 hours. Because now the number one thing is my house stinks like olive oil smoke. Reeks. Burnt olive oil smoke. Burnt. Reeks. And I'm breathing it in. You know, they say you're supposed to crawl on the floor. When the smoke, uh, you know, your house is full of smoke because hot air rises. Yeah. Well, I'm running around. I should have been crawling around. I opened the garage door. I opened the front door. I opened the back door. I opened the side door. I opened the window. I took the studio apart. I opened this, you know, for those that don't know, there's a window behind this little sign here. Um, We've just covered it. I opened everything. And then I'm like, what do I do? Oh, my gosh. And it's starting to slightly dissipate, but barely. And it took forever. It took forever to get that smoke out. Finally, I'm realizing that there's some smoke that's going to be lingering in there. And I'm looking around. Do I have a fan? All my fans are ceiling fans are going, do I have a fan? I don't have a fan, like a blower, you know, like you would put on your transmission, Sue, like one of those little drum blowers. No, they're all my dad's house. Like what Gio and I have, our impulse buy from Costco. Yes. Oh my God. I would have killed for that in the time. (laughs) Ultimately, I was going to have to uh, go to my father's and get the one we have for the race car. But in the moment, I was like, I got to get the smoke out of here. What can I do? The lawn blower, the leaf blower. That's right. And Sue's probably thinking, or is it gas? It's gas, baby. It's gas. (laughs) 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 I got to move that smoke off the top of the ceiling, man. I got to get it. But so here's let's add a little exhaust fumes. Forget with with the smoke. That's when you need to slow down and think. Ah, See, I was thinking at a high level at this point. What I did was I got one of those big, giant, black contractor garbage bags right so i fired up the thing got the blower wound up i filled the garbage bag full of air i put it around the engine of the thing and ran through the house cleared it out ran outside opened the bag and the exhaust came out of the bag it was pretty genius actually (laughs) so now a couple hours into this 
catastrophe. That's, that's thinking. <laughs> it's, it's I wouldn't have thought of that. There, I captured the exhaust. There, there is some thinking there. I'm not there is. I would never have thought of do that. <laughs> captured the exhaust in a garbage bag. And it worked. Like, it worked great. Okay. Uh, eventually, the exhaust burned a hole in the garbage bag. But at that point, I was already done. And then that's it. House uh, open till 11 p.m. that night. I went and bought a product from Lowe's by Zep, you know, smoke uh, killer, whatever. Sprayed it around, got some blowers, got some stuff, cleaned everything with vinegar, white vinegar. You know, that's how you get the thing. I was like on the ceiling wiping with white vinegar. I got it. I got all the smoke out and I got everything out. That was great by uh, Friday. And there it wow. is. Man. And I get to look back and laugh. And all of a sudden, it's just a funny story on WFO podcast. Ah, isn't it funny how I almost died and killed my, destroyed my whole home and lost ah. everything? Ah. Ah. Yeah. The, the colonoscopy will be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you see the doctor I picked, I think you would be, you would agree. Uh oh. <laughs> There. More attractive than you would expect a doctor like that to be. All right, let's well, just say that. Like I don't know, like oh, 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 do I want? But to did he have his hands on both your show on each of your shoulders? No, it's a beautiful that. lady, man. That's like, do I want it to be an old ugly guy? Do I want it to be like a middle aged person like me? Do I want it to be like a oh man, look at her, she's blah. We're going there. That's it. Sold. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be. Stuff. Could be like my uh. Hernia operation. The real good-looking nurse comes in and says, "We've got to, you know, prepare you for your operation." Yes. Uh -oh. You're gonna be prepared. Now count backwards. <laughs> when you count backwards, you don't remember nothing until you wake up, and you go, "Well, at least I didn't have to go through that." And they go, "No, she just tells you to count backwards." <laughs> oh, okay. So oh. you don't know who did what while you're out. Well, you know, ignorance is bliss there, Bobby Graham. Yeah, that's I think true. I'll just, Very uh, true. I'll just Very leave true. it to be, to be what that's it is. That's what I did. And so that, and that's that. And I, uh, I fixed everything and everything's okay. And I'm alive. And you please everyone in the WFO universe learn from my mistake. You've got to slow down no matter how crazy you are, no matter how badly you've got to get it done, no matter how many different things are on your mind, no matter all of that stuff, if you go too fast, you will mess something up and cost yourself more time than you gain by going fast. And that is exactly what I did. And it was a nightmare and it was a mistake. And, you know, I feel shame, but I'm doing my best to uh, get past it. No it. shame. Look, you shared this for the for everybody in the WFO world. You know, it's We've all been good. There. That's right. Pigarick goes, yep, that's 50, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He ties it all together. Pigarick. That story is stressing me out, says Megan. Yeah, it really was. Olsen's play trailblazers. Wow. Monica, a video. Yeah, glad you passed on that one. It, it was a millisecond. Can I get a video of this? No, no way. You'll never leave a pan burning on the stove again. No, I uh, won't. I mean, yeah, I hope. Might. You I might. might. I got to get a camera or something inside, like pointed at the stove. Oh you my might. God, this is some story. Uh, Miss oh, Laura like that's going to help. You see it happening once you're outside <laughs> the house, right? I got to go back. You know, I got to go back. Get some sort of alert. My uh, my smoke detector did not work. That was um. There was a couple of things that were problematic. Uh oh. Yeah. Yep. Wait. Anyway. Uh, did Dragster just say? 
Yep, him and Miss Laura went together for their last one. You know, Dragster Jeff, I think I'm going to assume that's not their house things to go. Pickle Rick says you know, pro flow. You should go for mas massages or, you know. I like it, Dragster <laughs> Jeff. I think that's romantic. Him and uh, Miss Laura went for colonoscopies together. Apparently, uh, I was supposed to be getting this thing since I was 45 and just nobody told me. That's the new number. Uh, you're, still alive, so it doesn't matter. you're good. You're here. Well, we'll find out what they find out. Right. But <laughs> we're not going to go too far into this subject. Okay. I'm not going to be like one of those hosts that does it on the air. Uh, Thank you very much. We're, but we're I do not, believe I do we're think we're not going to have the uh, airplane discussion and restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> this one be the worst part. Just it, that one will just keep level. coming back. I can't help next it. Level. <laughs> next level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look who's joining us, Matt in Australia. Hello, Matt. Hey, Matt. Good day, G'day, guys. How you going? G'day. Oh, going great. I going was great. I was going to suggest a scented candle to get rid of the smoke in the house, Joe, but maybe <laughs> you and fire should stay away from each other for a little while. No, I did light a scented candle. Uh, it was overpowered. <laughs> the scented candle was a nice uh, idea, but it was just not. It was like trying to swat a, you know, I don't know. It didn't work out. You need to get that Ozium stuff. I went to look for Ozium. Remember I that did stuff? Search for Ozium. Yeah, absolutely. I immediately thought of Ozium. I don't know why. But I thought of Ozium and it didn't, uh, it wasn't available at AutoZone. So I went to Lowe's. Back when I, I was a teenager, I kept one of those in the car all the time. Yeah, that's, they're very big. Uh, Ozium is very popular for that kind of stuff. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Monica says she set her microwave on fire once after I brought AJ home uh, from the hospital. Don't Did put you, metal in the metal science, in the science oven, oven, Monica. You can't put metal in the science <laughs> oven, Monica. You can't. That will cause a fire. A lightning storm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Rolex 24, uh, it was uh, Saturday and Sunday. To be very honest, I watched a fair amount, but I did miss a lot because I was doing all this uh, engine crate stuff, building the crate, cutting wood, putting it all together. And uh, the Rolex was not on. We were struggling with uh, this deal. So I know that Acura won. I know Cadillac was in the lead for a while. I know the top four were separated by 11.17 seconds after 24 hours. That's pretty amazing. Um, you know, the Aston Martins did well. Corvettes, not so much. I just like seeing the race on, honestly. 24-hour endurance races are not so much about, like, any individual move as much as it is about seeing the cars, hearing the announcers, hearing the stories, and knowing that the racing season is off and running. And so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I believe it. they said it was a record crowd uh, on Saturday for, for the event. Excellent. Well, it had great weather. I mean, Pickle Rick was normally was, super cold. Pickle Rick was there. Oh. He says six hours of crazy loudness, 61 cars on the track. Where's Pickle Rick? Pickle Rick, are you up for enabling your camera and giving a report? I mean, he had his camera on when he's showing his sick week shirt, but I don't know. It was like Pickle Come Rick on, has never Pickle spoken Rick. on the show. Pickle yeah. Rick, how about we're going to put you on? He's enabled there. his camera. Pickle Rick was our reporter on the scene at the 61st Rolex 24. Welcome to the show, Pickle Rick. What's up, Pickle Rick? You got to unmute yourself. There you go. Okay, see, he is not muted, but we can't hear him anyway. Wonder why. Why can't we hear Pickle Rick? Maybe he has mute on, on his side? It would tell me. 
No, you could. No, we're not. We're not hearing Pickle Rick. Huh? And he was so into it too. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. He'll figure it out. I like Pickle Rick though. I like the fact that he likes Rick and Morty. He's the only other person in the WFO universe that gets making Rick and Morty. You know. Oh, Fire I heard Rick. that guy got eighty six, bro. What's that? <laughs> Rick and Morty guy, the creator or whatever he is. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, guy lost his job. He's not on the show anymore, man. So I don't know if they're going to keep going because I believe he was the the creator. Did he do right? something bad? Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. Who am I to judge what was good or bad? He's accused of beating his wife or something, you know? No. Right? Or you something know, like that. You, I know, I'm, you know what? I'm sorry. That's the rumor I'm starting. I think, I, you know, I could be wrong, and that's a terrible thing to put on I'm, somebody I'm, if they didn't I'm do that stuff. But I definitely feel it was some kind of indiscretion like that with a with a significant other. But, you know, I'm not a fan of the show, and I really don't know. I'm just talking. You know, I read headlines. I don't really click on most stories because I don't really give a rat's. Yeah, Justin Roiland's lawyer speaks out on charges and uh, even Elon Musk weighs in. I missed this headline. Obviously, the crate has been taking control of my life, guys, as everybody knows. This is goes back to January 12th. He got in trouble. Uh, what, Adult Swim drops Justin Roiland following domestic abuse. Oh, my gosh. This is the Hollywood Reporter from six days ago. I'm going to read this story just for my own entertainment and knowledge. <laughs> no. Adult Swim has cut ties with Justin Roiland in the wake of the news that the Rick and Morty co-creator was charged with felony domestic abuse in Orange County, California. Adult Swim has ended its association with Justin Roiland. Adult Swim Cartoon Network Boomerang Senior VP of Communications Marie Moore said in a statement, Adult Swim distributes Rick and Morty and the hit adult animation comedy that Roiland co-created and is executive produced and for which he voiced both Rick and Morty. As the Hollywood Reporter reported on January 17th, Adult Swim is in halfway through a massive 70 episode order of the show, one of the brand's most popular titles commissioned by the channel in 2018. Yeah, this thing's a hit, man. This is big news. I'm finding out right now, live on the air, like 10, uh, two weeks late. Sources say Rick and Morty is set to continue with Royland's voice roles to be recast. What? You can't have a new Rick and Morty voice. <laughs> you can't do that. The sure they can. Yeah, they can. Yes, they They should have waited a couple more weeks before they gave him the axe, man. Let them do all the voice roles and then fire him. <laughs> I bet you they can use some sort of AI computer to generate the voice and it'll be almost the same. Oh, chat AI, man. Get out of here. Yes, yes. Though Royland will always be credited as co-creator, fellow co-creator Dan Harmon will now be the lone show runner. The show is locked in through season 10. So we got Rick and Morty, but what's it going to be like? Royland still has several projects going ongoing with Hulu, including as co-creator of the streamers Solar Opposites, on which he voices a main character. The show was renewed for the fifth season in October. I don't know that one. On the platforms, uh, Cola Man, Cola Man, which premiered Koala. January 9th. Royland does voice work. It's like Hawaiian. And uh, also does executive producer. Royland also. Okay, so let me tell you something. This guy was what? Like, what did he do? He was charged. NBC News, the first report that Royland was charged with one count of domestic battery with corporal injury and one count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, or deceit in Orange County based on an alleged 2020 incident with an unnamed Jane Doe that Royland was dating. 
Roiland has pled not guilty and in 2020 was released on $50,000 bond. Several pretrial hearings have already occurred. Roiland is expected to return to court on April 27th. In a statement earlier this month, Roiland's attorney, T. Edward Wellborn, said the media coverage of the case has been inaccurate. Wellborn added, to be clear, not only is Justin innocent, but we have also every expectation that his matter is on course to be dismissed once the district attorney's office has completed its methodical review of the evidence. And there you go. That goes on. So, uh, wow. Thank you for there you have it. The world of and just for the record, no one is innocent. Some people are found not guilty, but nobody's innocent. Let me tell you that. You love to say that. I and I, I it like it's one of the things that I hate the most. Nobody is innocent. Like, what is that? It's well, they're not. You're either guilty or not guilty. You're not innocent. All right. This is, you know, like like a holy thing where they're putting holy water on your forehead when they're when they're baptizing you or something. No, you're guilty or you're not guilty. There, there's no innocence here. Well, he might be the thing might even be dismissed. It might not well, even be again. That means there's not but enough. Then evidence. his case got dismissed. He still wouldn't be innocent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I look. I'm just saying, man. Like, like words are important. Humor, like some sort hey, of. And remember, it'll still be on his record. Whether he's not charged or not, every time he gets looked up, we just had that in class. Anytime you take the ride, it's on there. Whether you got case dismissed or anything, it's a charge. That's right. I got to say, I'm feeling a little weird about him getting blown out on an allegation. Um, (laughs) You know, I I don't want to go too deeply into this, but the guy gets canned from the show he created that he voices that he does everything because of an allegation that may or may or like aren't you innocent until proven guilty i know i get it bad pub but i guess we'll have to wait and see i guess if he is found not guilty See, you know well, what I don't we'll like? See. I mean, I don't it know that that means they're going to hire him back. It, it, it implies that people should just go to jail no matter what because they're guilty of something. You know, like, no, but no. you didn't do it. But you know what? You did something because everybody does something. Because, you know, well, that's a different story. You don't put people in jail because they did something else. That's you a know? different charge. It yeah, is, right? Like, oh, you're not an innocent. You're, you've all done something bad. No, there are actually good people in the world that are innocent. Those people exist. That's what I'm saying. There are people Look, that just are because you don't innocent. commit a crime doesn't mean that you're innocent. Hey. Ouch. Sorry, Bobby. I, 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 exactly. I disagree. I think that's a horrible, cynical statement on uh, the world. Fast Eddie goes, I watch Rick and Morty. The voice for Rick uh, got let go on some stuff. I think they're going to recast. Yeah, there he is. The same thing. Just like when Brian Johnson took over at ACDC, they'll find someone with the same voice. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> that was a little bit different. It had to be for a pretty legit reason that maybe we don't know, but people behind the scenes do know. That's also true, says Megan. See? Never got good vibes from him, but that's just me. Well, the other side now, of it is how that- How would anybody- you really get good vibes from him? Just saying, Rick and Morty. Well, if you look at it another way, anybody that can come up with that stuff that's on Rick and Morty, again, good vibes. Can't be be that stable. At very least, can't be that stable, and is certainly totally nihilistic because that's what Rick and Morty is. It's I'm gonna have to watch it now to see what the heck y'all talking. Just start at the beginning. I get from him. 
it's, just started oh God, no. the it's like a cartoon, Bobby. Bobby. I've never watched it, but it's but it's Joel's scary. a very big fan. It I'm is a, a cartoon. I'm... It's just kind of a it's out there. <laughs> There's no explaining it. There's no explaining it. Just watch it from the beginning. You gotta right. watch it from the very beginning and understand the story because it's a serial and it happens in order. And there's this thing, and uh -huh. you know, it's like this guy is able. He's a scientist, and he figured out this thing, and he's. It brings his little grandson along. It's really cute. <laughs> Megan, show me what you got. My favorite episode, <laughs> Megan. My favorite episode. Show me what you got incredible episode like that's the one that hooked me and the reason i even uh started watching rick and morty and i promise the rick and morty stuff will be over in two seconds is when my one of my radio friend and mentors george rodriguez remember when he died geo a couple of years ago georgie died on fourth of july yes. he died uh, we, were gonna, we were gonna do a uh a, like a memorial show and all of the people that worked with george and hung out with george we're going to get together and do a memorial show just like this. And one of the guests was going to be Phil Hendry. Phil Hendry is like a talk show guy who is one of my, like he is as much the reason that I got into talk radio as anybody else, Phil Hendry. And Phil Hendry was cast to do the voice of one of the characters on Rick and Morty. The character was Principal Vagina was written out of the show and uh, like after season three but since i love phil hendry so much and he was going to be on this show with me i felt like it was a good idea to at least watch the show that he had been on and so i went to the youtube and i started looking up episodes and one of the episodes that i found was show me what you got and i thought this is the craziest thing i've ever freaking seen like, this is in insane. Like, what's going on here? Get Swifty. It says fast that. He right? Get Swifty. Yeah, do it. <laughs> and so the next day when I had the show with Phil Hendry, I was able to reference Rick and Morty and understand what was going on. And uh, and then I decided I'm going to watch this thing from the jump, from the beginning. And it was um, it was crazy. It's a, it's a wild show. It's definitely, uh, Gio, I think it's right up your alley is the point. Like you're anti because it's uh, anime, but I think your cynical nihilism is represented perfectly by Rick and Morty. Nothing matters. I'm not cynical about anything, man. What are you talking about? And on that <laughs> note, and on that note, we move forward. What kind of personal attack is this? On that note, you know what? I'll let not, like, he's, he's not guilty until proven guilty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, self-reflection is not one of the He's not innocent. You get it, you get it after you turn 50, Gio. You'll be self-reflective in two days. Not yet. It comes, it comes after 50. About 36 more hours. I'm pretty self-aware. I'm not very reflective, but I am very self-aware. Well, then you should know that you're a nihilistic cynic. Uh, Ow, feeling the love. Feel that. So, well, listen, this is about Rick and Morty. You guys got me up like I had a fire. <laughs> I had stress. I it's like and now we're giving him bad news that his show's about to be canceled. It's right. Favorite show. I mean it's not been a good week. <laughs> I had a fire. I no, I didn't. I had a lot of smoke. We've got no, smoke. Got the, hey, we didn't the engine fire. break got built. The engine is you on its way to Kansas City with any luck. Car. And I'm super excited. And then the rug gets pulled out and Rick and Morty is going away. Ah. But Sue's Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Woo! 
E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Yes! Not just Sue, but Megan and everybody. Monica, everybody. Dude, do you know that song? The, the, that Fly Eagles Fly song that everybody was singing? Of course do I? I do. All right. Or no, Sue, I was Sue. wondering if Sue knows it. Like, you know, the Dolphins song, you know, fight song. I, I do. Let's I've, see I've if she does. Few... <laughs> you know, I've already sung this a few times on the show. So let's do yeah. it again. This is even. I got to tell you, though, I, I was very impressed by uh, Jalen Hurts and the rest of those guys up there. When Bradshaw got them going, man, they know it. They know the lyrics. They were singing it. That was that was pretty impressive there. Let's hear the song. The first time since the Eagles have been <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Hey, 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 whose birthday is it? Who just turned 50? Me. And that's why don't I get to command people to do what I want? <laughs> don't oh, I get to say that? Like, hey, for my birthday, Sue, I need you to sing the Fly Eagles Fly song. Go. Fly Eagles Fly on the way to victory. Fly Eagles Fly. Da, da, da. And I forget the rest. That's fine. That counts. Hit, hit them high, hit them low. <laughs> Watch those eagles go, fly, eagles fly, on the way to victory. Hey. E-A-G-L-E-S, eagles. Eagles. Woo. I know, Megan. Give me a break. Sorry. I I like J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. (laughs) That's what uh, the Jets (laughs) song is. That's what I heard. Yes. Broad was packed. People climbing light poles, says Fast Eddie. Uh, Fast Eddie, are you an eagles guy? Yeah, Fast Eddie, too. How many? W plus big in Philly. Monica said Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl. It's Andy Reid Super Bowl. It's Andy Reid's revenge Super Bowl. You guys better be careful. It's gonna be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't see any of the Niners Eagles game except for the end. Like it was over, over. I saw Troy uh, complaining on there in the Twitter (laughs) machine. (laughs) You know, he says it was like winning on the red light. Didn't he lose a big wager to 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 Sue on there? Yes, Sue. You want to wash your car for the end of the year or something? Uh, You know, I I think, yeah, I think when we we meet up at the track, it's going to be a good detail in one of the cars. So, you know. Is that (laughs) what it is? Put it to work or something. (laughs) I'm going to put them to work. You know, so much better than cash. Just saying. I I said to Sue that. (laughs) Sue, tell tell everybody my idea and and see what they think. So, so Joe's idea, which was interesting. You know, we make these little wagers. Future and- bets, all future wagers on right. WFO amongst cast. Future bets, future wagers. They'll they'll go into a WFO something, right? General and, fund. Uh, okay, general fund. And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we we got to figure out, we got to do the whole whiteboard and draw this whole thing up. But, but we put it into a general fund and then we probably will figure out, maybe we get somebody's pay somebody's entry into a race or two race or you know maybe it comes from a wfo get together but definitely something that we can spread amongst the amongst the patrons as we're like a fine jar maybe yes exactly except but, it's you know. it's winnings of bets like you know right. you like troy owes sue 50 bucks it just goes into the general fund and at the end like maybe we pick a racer to race the uh the million you know maybe right. uh like who knows? Like we could do anything for it, and then that'd be like the, the all the the negative losing could turn into something positive. Could be an OG million race. Right? That's right? right. That's my thought. Right? Like the right. entry. You know, the specifics of the concept don't have to be ironed out right here. But future bets. That's it what was, I I move. We got something we're thinking about. We'll let it marinate. We'll draw it up, and you know, 
Just wait till we get to the Gators. We'll figure it all out. Exactly. Uh, Megan says grease light bulbs never stopped a single Philadelphian. Um, is that Megan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Megan, Megan was giving live stream shots. It was I great. guess there were problems. The bus stop roof got destroyed. That happens. You know, people get dancing. Dude, you know, they're and, partying it up. You know, they're partying. It's, they don't realize how heavy they stomp. Right? Things happen. I really thing. just want the quarters to end with the score on my numbers. <laughs> I didn't think they still did that. Oh, yeah. No, no I, I never thought that the numbers ever landed on the squares. I never had any luck with them landing on the squares that I had. I got lucky playing the box game once. That's a different story. So let's just do sports collision right now, Giovanni, since we've already celebrated the Eagles' great victory. It wasn't much of a game because – um What's his name? Purdy got injured in very beginning of the game and he couldn't throw the ball. And so it was kind of a uh, tough lost stuff. The, lost the feeling in his fingers, you know? Yeah. Well, actually today they reported he's, he's got the UCL injury. Uh, as far yeah. as I know, that's like the Tommy John for a oh, pitcher. So no, we'll not the Tommy Johns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't say Tommy John because I don't know that that's, I don't know, but when they say UCL and I, I know in baseball, that's Tommy John. So Matt Stafford went through that injury earlier in the year, but he never really played again. And they said that, you know, it didn't require surgery, but he never played again. And so I, I would say that if that's the actual thing, he's probably out next year too. Yikes. Poor kid. Cheers. Look at that. Cheers, y'all. I, I was oh, look at Sue. I, I had a birthday drink all prepared for you guys. Oh, that's great, Sue. Awesome. Here. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. But uh, <laughs> let's fog it. Have a little fog it. <laughs> Way to go, Sue Morris, bringing the party. Hey, we gotta, you know, this is the big Monday night birthday celebration. This That's is right. It. Fire it up. Come on. Let's I'm go. I'm celebrating the crate going to Kansas. Much more than my birthday. I had a lot more to do with that. I, I get that. It, it's the journey begins. Here we it go. Really does. Oh Here we gosh. go. And nobody cares, but I am so relieved that that is out of my life right now. Just, I'm sure. Like, right. Geo was uh, got to be annoyed. I know Polly the white guy was annoyed. I know every Mrs. Geo was annoyed. Just hearing the words, the crate, or crate. You have no idea what Dave was saying on the other end. I finally sicked him on you. I'm like, you got to get a hold of him. Now, I will say, he said you put some nice cuts in those crates. In that crate. He said it looked great. He thank was, you. He, he, well, he said, job well done. Very thank impressed. You, thank you, David. <laughs> thank you, David. I am me after all, and I do try to do things well as best as I can. This was a bit of a fish out of water experience, but I looked at the photographs that Dave sent me and I thought to myself, well, what if I just put a little notch in there for the two by four? It might be a little stronger. And, uh, and that's what I did in the end. It was generally pretty great, but we'll see if it gets there. Right. Like if they scatter it across the highway, then maybe not. And it was like, uh, turns out. Hey, wait, wait, wait. R and L will not. I think you stretch wrap will probably hold it together. You did a nice <laughs> job on that too. Thank you, Bob <laughs> Grant. That was I. Well, that was a Dave Morris. Get the shrink wrap. I shrink wrap the engine. I shrink wrap the thing. I shrink wrapped everything. <laughs> right. Pickle Rick. Very funny. I get not that, Rick. Not <laughs> <complete>. <laughs> 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 
That stays in the chat. We'll leave that one there. That's it. You know what? Come be a Patreon. Yep. Stays in the chat. That's why I'll always type it in on my phone if I order it, because Siri will never get it right on my end. The only downside to the product, honestly, like, uh, you know, in the interest of uh, fair report. Only, only. That product is great. We Everybody's got to have a can of fog it. Fog it. Yes. Yes. But I digress. All right, next game, Giovanni. This is Sports Collision. Go. Uh, oh, we discussed it on the first game. Yeah, what we, was that? We, we kind what of a... breezed over the Eagles. You just said, yeah, let, well, and you were like, ready to go. It, was actually, <laughs> it was a, a little bit closer game than the than the score led on early because uh, they they were battling back and forth. Philly got the ball first, and they moved down, and uh, they had a a big fourth down play on the first drive that, uh, upon further review, turned out to be not a catch at the like inside the ten yard line by uh, uh, Devontae Smith. But uh, San Francisco did not even try to call a timeout to get a quick view of it. The Eagles ran up and ran a play really quick. And after the commercial break, that's when the the the, te- the telecast came back and said, well, you know, we got a different angle. And it appears he didn't catch the ball now, but uh, obviously too late. And that was just a little bit of uh, a foreshadowing of the abysmal officiating that was to come throughout both of these games. And okay. that's the nicest thing I can say about it. And even though I don't want to say that it helped one team more than the other, because I just feel that they were incompetent on both sides of the ball and off against all four teams, really, uh, between the, the day and the night game. And um, but, you know, I digress. The Eagles turned out to be, uh, you know, the better team. They, they they were in a battle. It was a little scary there because, uh, I, you know, at the end of the first quarter, they, they it seemed that they had outplayed San Francisco, but it was still only seven nothing. And then. Uh, the Niners got a drive going. They tied the game up, and right before the halftime, it looked like we we might go in there seven seven. And you know anything can happen in a game like that when the other team is down to their essentially fourth string quarterback, and you let him. You know when you don't put him away, and it's a close game. You know you never know. That just leads to a bad call or a, you know a punt return, a fumble or something. But the Eagles were finally able to get a drive going right before the half and take a good fourteen seven lead, and on the ensuing drive. Um, the what's it, Josh Johnson, the Niners, uh, you know, backup quarterback of the day, but four string quarterback for the season. He fumbled the ball at, at their own 30, and the Eagles punched it in for another touchdown right before the half. And it was 21 7. And from that point on, it really was uh, all Eagles downhill as the, the, the Josh Johnson got hurt. And then the quarterback, Brock Purdy, had to come back into the game with his bad elbow. And he essentially threw two, two more passes the whole game. And and they just ran the ball pretty much every down to the second half, and they they weren't going to do anything at that point. It, it would have taken some kind of weird, really weird crap for for San Francisco to come back in the game with the way without a, without a, a a quarterback at all. I mean, at that point, it, it looked like Romo could could have come into the game and played better than the, than the Niners quarterback. But uh, so unfortunately for them, their season ended. And then in the afternoon game, it was another fantastic game. Uh, Kansas City which had been, I guess, uh, they felt they had been disrespected all week by the Cincinnati mayor and everybody picking uh, the Bengals over over them and and their hurt Pat, Patrick Mahomes. But, uh, you know, they played at home. Patrick Mahomes got uh, the treatment, and he he didn't look as injured as everyone thought he was going to be. And it was a um, – really, it was a game where Kansas City outplayed Cincinnati the whole game. They were up – it, it could have been they were up six nothing and thirteen to three, but it could have been a lot more than that. It, the game wasn't as close as the score indicated there, but you know the NFL 
Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City's up 13 to three. They, they got the ball again. They make a mistake. They don't do anything. Cincinnati gets the ball back. They get a drive going. And next thing you know, it's 13 to six right before the half. And uh, it's second half, Kansas City doesn't do anything. Cincinnati gets the ball back. They go drive. And next thing you know, touchdown 13 13. And uh, they both, they traded touchdowns after that 20 to 20 game before all the craziness started happening in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, I don't want to blame that that poor guy that that barely touched Patty Mahomes about five yards out of bounds or however far they were. He knows better, you know, at that point and in this today's NFL, you can't even breathe on the quarterback or else they're going to call a penalty on you. But um, I kind of blame more, the, you know, the, the whole situation that put him in that spot. I, I, with 30 seconds to go, how on earth do you punt the ball to that guy and allow him to return it 50 yards to the 40, you know, to midfield to like kick that ball away from him, let it roll out of bounds. And so these are the little things that happened beforehand. You know, everybody's going to look at that play. And for all that we know, look, yes, while that, that, that play of pushing him out of bounds gave Kansas city the 15 yards that allowed him to kick that field goal. It was a tie game. So if they don't make that field goal, we're going to overtime. Kansas City could have very well won the game in overtime. And they, like I said, they won the yardage. They won the first down battle. They really played outplayed uh, Cincinnati the whole game. Now, there was a ton of bad calls on both sides. But, I, you know, I don't think that was the, the deciding factor in the game. And, um, you know, Cincinnati, they, they they did a lot of stuff throughout the game that they could have helped themselves, and they really didn't. And, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not enamored by their coach. I think he was uh, had one foot uh, away from being fired until Joe Burrow won on that run last year and got them to the Super Bowl. And so uh, Joey Burrow, I love the guy. I think he's arguably the second or third best quarterback in the league right now. But um, they, you know, Kansas City outplayed them, man. They play, they were at home, and now we what got a Kansas he... City Andy Reid Eagles Super Bowl coming up. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I'm super excited. We'll do a lot of preview. But what what I didn't quite in two understand. weeks. And maybe uh, nobody understands the do-over play. The do-over <laughs> play. So what's what happened with the do-over play? No, like why did nobody they... understands that one? Okay, essentially what happened was that on the previous play the clock had stopped, and they they missed. It was an incomplete pass. Second down turned out to be an incomplete pass, so it should have been third and nine. And then there was a mismanagement of the clock and of the play clock and the actual game clock. And so the ref had to go back and add some time. And they were supposed to start to play third and nine. With, a, with the clock stopped because second and nine was an incompletion. But the ref made a mistake, and he said that we we're going to start the clock on my uh, signal on third and nine. And so instead, and that's exactly what they started to do. And one of the side judges realized this, and he came in and whistled the play dead and tried to stop the play, but nobody heard it, and it was too late. And so they let them go on with the play, and then when the play was over, they were like, well, you know, the play didn't count. It was no play. And so that's really essentially that's what the NFL says happened. Look, either way, it appears that it was the correct call, but it's just bad optics, man. They they were messing things up left and right. And at such a critical state of the game for them to do that. And then the next play, the guy gets sacked and they're like, oh, uh, pass interference <laughs> and and so forth. And, and so it was just it seemed like that. Uh, even on on the last play uh, right before the, the penalty against Mahomes on that punt, it very mm -hmm. well appeared that there was a, a block in the back and that didn't mm -hmm. get called against Kansas City on the play that Mahomes broke free. There, there could have been two or three penalties called. And so all of these things were penalties that get called in a game where all season long you haven't seen them called 
or penalties that aren't called where they have been calling them all season long, that kind of leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. And more importantly, I think it's now that everything is so involved with this DraftKings and all this gambling, those optics are really bad for the league. And it's just that it gives the, the ability of people to go online and say how the NFL is rigged. And that that hashtag was was trending yesterday. And while I don't think it's rigged at all, I just genuinely think that they put themselves in this bad position where there's just they, they put these guys in a position that they have to over officiate the game. And yeah. the, the league's really got to look at that, especially now with all this gambling money. It just it, it smell you know, it has the bad look of improprietorship. And I so think- that's just it. I think the, the refs and both teams made a bad showing on all their parts. I wanted to blame the refs a lot on Cincinnati's problems, but I got to looking at their their penalties, and they wasn't that far off. I mean, some got called, some didn't. But the ones that I wanted to blame it on, they were they were guilty. Of. And they, I think Cincinnati shot themselves in the foot is what they did. And, and it wasn't just the last guy's play. It was several plays leading into that. It seemed like the last 10 plays that they did, they shot themselves. You know, I mean, they really messed up. And that's part well, there, of that was part of my deal for tonight. There was a sequence there where the game was tied at 20 that Cincinnati had the ball back, and they got like a big seven or eight-yard run on first down. And then the next two plays, they just tried to throw a bomb. And uh, and then next thing you 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 know it's third and three and you're punt uh, fourth and three and you're punting it back to Kansas City and it's like wait a minute you just ran for like an eight yards of first down and now you threw two deep passes stopped the clock gave the ball right back to the other team like what happened why did, you didn't even try another run to to get another first down like it just seemed like play calling at times was very suspect on the Cincinnati end mm-hmm. and a lot of things that that led to you you know a lot of a lot of things happen throughout the game that lead to where it's going. And it's not necessarily one play. And if it is, it's not usually the one play that you think it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, it was sloppy. And, Bobby, I was with you. Like, a couple of times I, when they go to do the replay, I'm waiting to call a bogus call, right? But but the ones that they showed, I mean, it was it was, it was was holding. It was pass interference on defense. I mean, they were wrapped around the guy's waist or, you know, both hands on them. I, 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 trust me, I was right there with the benefit of a doubt going – ready to throw the BS flag. And, and then I'm like looking at it going, no, they, they got it right. They got it right. And, and I think it's a shame because, you know, I do think Cincinnati was, should have been the better team should have won that game, but I think it was some bad play was, calling in this one, yeah. this game. I agree with Gio. It was some bad play calling. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. even that last thing at the end, I mean, that was self-control. I don't yeah. think it was necessarily the end all, but I also don't necessarily disagree with the call. When you hit, when they hit them, when they're out outside of the bounds, you're going to get it. I don't care. It, was, it yeah. wasn't like it, it wasn't like a terrible play. He barely touched them, and then Mahomes, when he saw that he got touched, did flop. Okay, well, course, it's but like watching again, a soccer game, but it, it doesn't matter. He was way too far to bound to even touch him. You know, <laughs> at that point, he shouldn't have gone anywhere near him, but. You know, look, those things happen. Guy, he's not the first guy. He's definitely not going to be the last guy to make a mistake that right. appears to cost it's his team the acting. game. So, yes. Right. That's a big part of it. Like, if come on, uh, Jordan, all the greats, like getting a call, uh, that's part of it. And Mahomes, well, you know, what's he supposed to do? Not uh, do that? The guy did put his forearm into his back. It was yeah. very obvious. Uh, but at the same time, like I said earlier today on the uh, 
on the Monday motivation, just like I, I think about how that guy's going to carry that memory for the rest of his life forever. Like that is part, it's, it's gonna, he's going to wake up in the middle of the night, 10 years from now, dreaming of that. Like, ah, because yes and it, no, you know, this is sports. A lot of these guys get chances to vindicate themselves in other situations. And then they, they have a winning, you know, season and, and, and so matter. forth. So yes, well, there are guys like Bill Buckner that the ball goes between their legs and maybe, yeah. you know, what was his name? Uh, a blank man, Bartman or whatever in Chicago. Oh, he's a, <laughs> he's a, not an athlete, but the race, right. look at racers. Racers always remember the races they lose. They, we you know, they always win the race. remember the races we the lose. Races you lose, you carry with them no matter. You win another race, you win a race next week, you win in two races, you win 10 races. You remember the ones you lose. They stay with you. So you don't, there's no redemption. It's just, well, no, but look, just, I'll give you an example. Just in yesterday's game, after the game, uh, Jones, the defensive lineman for Kansas city kept saying how he, how uh, he made a couple of big plays and had two big sacks in this game. And he said that to him, it was vindication that last year he missed two big plays on the last drive that he felt that if he makes those plays, the game would have been over and Kansas city would have won. Well, look this year, he made two big plays on the last drive and his team won redemption. You know, and that's all I'm saying that sports does offer that, especially in a team game like this, where maybe next year Cincinnati, you know, does win the game and advances and he's able to make a big play. Maybe I think about Kim Bocamper getting stripped by Joe Theismann. I shouldn't even say that just in case he's out there. But like there's sometimes like it's easy. It's easy easy to uh, to say, but uh that guy was emotionally damaged after that it was just uh, terrible stuff. So we got an Eagles chiefs super bowl. I think it's going to be very exciting. Like as far as handicapping the game, I think we can wait till next week to do that. We got two weeks to, uh, to think about it, but all the prop bets and all the excitement and the TV commercials and the halftime show, which I don't even know who that is. Do we even know? Is that announced? Rihanna. That's at Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Way to go. See, Megan. Me- Megan's on top of it. I like Rihanna. I'm well, sure hello. I, I just said that. I didn't need to see Megan's thing, man. I didn't know about Rihanna. No, Megan. Believe Megan, me, I know Megan, about that girl. I know you're turning 50, but Megan got you on that one. She did. She oh, got she, you in she, reaction time. She, Megan was like, bam, Rihanna. So she's up on the tree. She got on the chip. Typically, I would root for the chefs, but uh, with Sue Morris being such an Eagles fan and us having so many Eagles fans on the show, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a Dolphin fan. What do I care if the Chiefs win? So, uh, you know, I think go Eagles, right? That's right. Plus Fletcher Cox. Right. Let's not forget the drag racing tie. Cannot like forget Fletcher Cox. Can't. Fletcher is a drag racer. He's a drag racing fan. He participates out there. He's involved, does a lot of stuff. Fletcher Cox is a great uh ambassador for the sport of drag racing for him to win to be in the super bowl again but to win another one man that would be great stuff monica says fletcher's the only reason aj likes the eagles exactly good call good call aj (laughs) fact guys i'll share a little something you know stewart uh tony stewart uh, nitro put out their paint schemes today which i don't know if you saw the sublime green fuelers which very interesting and different and cool and i like it but last week they did a little bit of a bit with leah and matt hagan about who they wanted to be in the super bowl right and they were both kind of like and this matt clark (laughs) is having internet problems today (laughs) he froze up 
He was down there so peaceful, and then he goes to say something. He gets zonked. Bump off. <laughs> anyway, I figured Leah yeah, would have. And, 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 and I'm going to kick him out. He'll come back in. I figured those two would have said the Eagles because of Fletcher Cox. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, there's a drag racer on the Eagles. And so pulling for the Eagles because this guy's a drag racer. He's a diehard drag racer. He loves drag racing. He comes to the track. He comes to the nationals. He's on the starting line. He hangs out. He's in the game. He watches us. We watch him. That's kind of what I was. Uh, that's my stance. He I'm the car. He's. He's yeah, kind of like you know, he has has a car, he has a driver, you What's know. What's his car name? Gold Dust, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So anyway, he's got like a, a really fast Fox body Mustang, and he's got something more serious too. But um, anyway, good luck yeah, to your he's Eagles. Usually stew. at the duck race, so yeah. Good luck to your Eagles. Woo woo woo! All excited, man. Well, Holy you should be. Life. You should be. Look, you, what it was just a, what five six years ago that you guys were there. Yes, no. yeah, a whole different regime. I know it was. Yeah, crazy. no. What's his name? Howie Roseman is that his name? The GM Dick there. <laughs> he deserves big credit. Dick Vermeil, yeah. Dick Vermeil. That that's really gone back. That was. Dude, I know Eagles. I got Nick Vermeil, Ron Jaworski, man. I remember. Yeah, that, like Super Bowl twelve. Yeah, it's <laughs> back in the. Is that one of those old references. I should be Yeah, it was against the Raiders. So I should stop the they Dick lost. Vermeil references. No, I got no, you. we we like Dick Vermeil. I mean, you know. Well, oh, you know, he won another Super Bowl with a different team after that, yes, like twenty well, years later, right? Yes. Yeah, pretty I much. Do. Yeah, you know. Do know that. <laughs> well, well, Greatest show on turf. Eagles. <laughs> this Sunday is also all. I will be in Orlando at Orlando Speed World on Friday and Saturday for Southeastern Division Two racing, which is going to be great. But there is also the Bush, uh, the Bush Clash, the Bush Light Clash is Sunday night. Yeah. It's $65 to get in. Rob Lowe's the official starter. And this is the kickoff to the NASCAR season. But here's Matt Clark is back. You froze up as soon as the internet heard you try to talk, and it just shut you down, Matt. It shut you down. All yeah, I was going to say good now, so let's hear the, uh, your, let's hear your... I was going to say there's an Aussie in the uh, Eagles team. So Sorry. if you needed something extra to get you across the line, Joe. Thank you. No, there it is. That's putting me over the top. But I am good friends with Casey Wolf. Support me. I am good friends with Casey Wolf, though. I do have a good personal relationship with the mascot yeah, of the Chiefs. It's a mascot. Come on. Still, he's on the team. He probably gets a ring. Yeah. I'll just I'll just tell him that I rooted for him. Just, yeah, yeah, you can tell him that. Tell All right, him. Matt, drag racing Australia report. Go. You guys had a big weekend. Can one you give me one minute, minute Joe? Yes. One <laughs> moment, please. Okay. He's That's placing right. his lunch order. He is. He's placing his, he's at the, like a large night <laughs> sandwich. I'll take value no. meal number five. <laughs> the number, I'll get the number seven, which is the Vegemite. <laughs> Hold the Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> one Foster's tall, boy. <laughs> right. Which we learned. No, you need the Fiji <laughs> dinner. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll take two Fiji bitters. <laughs> yeah, two Fiji. Let me get seven Fiji bitters. <laughs> we know more about Australia thanks to Matt. Then I, I can't wait till we do a group trip. <laughs> yeah, 
95% of American citizens know less about Australia than we do here on WFO. Yeah. And that extends to everybody, the podcast listeners, I'm sure they all come. In fact, what I don't know if you saw this, Sue, but Matt had the, the we had the first WFO international meetup happen this past weekend as WFO podcast listeners met up in Australia at the track. And Matt was part of that. He was like a ringleader. They were hanging out. WFO I, listeners. No, I missed that. Must have been yes. on Facebook. Um, I don't know where it was. Huh. It was on Facebook. It was on Twitter. I didn't see it on Twitter, but yeah. Uh, a couple then... of our uh, hardcore fans, one that I hung out with at PRI a few years ago, bought me a beer. It was fantastic. Connected with Matt and they were hung out at the track and Lord, like the guy has a pro mod and it was great stuff. Ah, nice. Yes. Nice. I'm back. Sorry. <sighs> just had to get my, just had to get my quarter pounder with uh, Vegemite. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've, it was good, Joe. I just, I've, just, I've just moved my uh, the car studio. Do you guys even know what a quarter pounder is? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or what do you call it? Like two kilos? A quarter kilo? <laughs> we. Oh, Gio! Lucky it's your birthday in a couple of days. Well, <laughs> Where, where's where's my mate Troy? <laughs> I need some backup. Tonight. You know, Troy. Troy, Troy owes me money. Can... He's missing yeah, tonight. Troy's, Troy's sad. He's he's really down and out. Like you know, he's hurting. I think we'll he's see him next up. week, though. Yeah, Troy only he's shows down. up when he wins. That's right. <laughs> he's down a hundred, right? Fifty. The only fifty. Well, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was a hunch. But anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, Matt says, yeah, you see, that's why it was a big bucks. dollar. There was two two tires on that one. Going to the general fund. <laughs> now, Gia, we we can uh, converse in both uh, metric and imperial, so it's okay down here. We're, okay, we're okay. No, I just wanted to make sure. I, I'm not quite good questioning your intelligence. I understand that you're a smart guy and you would know, but I was just saying in general, you know, like Americans, we're dumb in general, you know. No, uh, quarter pound. It's been a quarter pounder for as long as Maccas, as we call it, or Mickey D's, or whatever you want to call Mackers? it, has been here in Australia. Maccas, that's, that's what we call McDonald's. Maccas, yeah. oh man, McDowell's. Yeah. yeah, it's Maccas. Yeah, that's how Aussie said. Anyway, All we're right. going to Maccas. I like. But that. anyway, you yeah. know what? We can continue with Sports Collision uh, since we're we down can. under. Uh, Matt, what about the Australian Open report? Joker just goes, you know, all Joker like and storm storms through the field. He gets his 10th Australian victory, 22nd Grand Slam overall, ties Rafa Nadal for the most all time. And goes to number one. Right away. So, Great. yeah, there you have it. The Australian uh, Open report. And uh, on a sad note, his, uh, his uh, parents weren't there because a couple of days earlier, some... Uh, some gooses outside uh, held up oh, a Russian right. flag. I, I heard about this. He, his his dad took pictures with uh with the wrong crowd or something. Uh -oh. Yeah, all the crowd come around his dad to get a photo, and uh, he his dad was doing the right thing, obviously, just getting a photo with some fans, and they've uh, held up the Russian flag. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> uh, without oh. getting without getting political and left and right, the the bedwetter side of the news down here um, 
jumped all over it and uh you know how insensitive and like the poor guys just walked out of a tennis match and standing there with some rowdy fans who then one of the idiots pulls up a bloody russian flag like trapped him like like it was his fault how's that his fault you know right but anyway and i'm sure some people uh, lost their mind and so right (laughs) yeah they did they did geo so uh unfortunately being pc his father didn't go to the match which right right i saw that that he just made stay away to avoid any distraction correct that and that's just in my opinion that's just shit there's no other way of putting it yeah not what like he's he supposed to do? Not like he uh, brought out the Russian flag. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, so yeah, nobody's more. I'm against the Russians. Everybody yeah. knows it. Not the Russian citizens. Relax. Free. We're just talking but, about. You know. No, I know, but like, what's the guy really supposed to do? He's he's he got trapped. They trapped him. That was a D move by those people, and everybody should understand that like what's he supposed to do really like rip the flag out of the guy's hand and push him down then he's going to get assault and battery he's going to get arrested for stealing the guy's flag it's a terrible and impossible situation and we've got to be smart enough to figure those out a little bit quicker on the fly i think joe i don't think he even realized it happened until the photo was released yeah like there there wasn't there wasn't any conscious uh input into it at all so regarding the flag so anyway, yeah, that was a bit of a down to it all, but uh, yeah, it uh, was it was a great match. Not that I'm a real tennis fan, but anything that uh, gets to the finals that's played in Australia, I watch it. Just like I watch the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks' time, just because it's the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, it was a good match. Good result. Excellent. Excellent. And then you had your Australia. own meetup this weekend. Yeah, oh, then we'll say the Australian team, I guess. Yeah, ran into uh, Luke Millard, who's uh, on WFO. And uh, Luke's one of the crew guys on uh, ProMod down here. And uh, he sent me a message. We just, uh, on the Friday qualifying day, we just uh, dropped into their pit and said g'day and just had a chat. Tell me That's... that he's met you a couple of times, Joe. And uh, with his business, um, he's actually able... Well, it, it uh, permits him to go to the States. So he's uh, he's heading back over there shortly, and he'll be at the four-wide at Vegas. That's great. The Vegas he's, he's gonna, Yeah, Vegas four-wide, so he's going to come see you again. I owe that guy a beer. He brought me a beer at uh, SEMA or something. I was on the clock, and I had a beer with him anyway. It was great. And <laughs> <laughs> You know, have a beer with an Aussie. But, you got to um, have a beer with an Aussie. That's all. Absolutely. Well, I thought I thought it was great. No, because uh, Matt was uh, like, "Hey, man, I'm hanging out with Luke," and I just thought it was great. Like the uh, one of the big mission statements of WFO is for people to get together and hang out and meet up, and and for that to be happening in Australia at a drag race in Sydney. Like, come on, man, that's that's Pretty fantastic. Cool. That's awesome that he thought to reach out to you that your celebrity Matt has grown to that level. <laughs> Got it out. That's why I'm always asking. Somebody's from my house. Do you know Matt? You should sell yourself. No, nobody knows me. (laughs) Well, Luke the Miller. uh, Yes, I I did spend the. uh, No, he doesn't. Uh, (laughs) We talked some torque wrenches. We talked some engines. And uh, yeah, had a good time with Luke. Did you calibrate uh, their torque wrenches? Did you check and inspect their torque wrenches while you were there? No, 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 I wasn't on the clock. All right. (laughs) Megan says, except that you're famous, Matt. That's what she says. No, 
No. no? Fake famous. Okay, um, like all of us. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> not so. Oh, no, I don't want this. I'm going. Not all of us. <laughs> Bobby Graham had an autograph session. What are you talking about, Bobby? You do the one with the autograph session. <laughs> We're going to be setting up a table to stampede of speed. Stampede of speed. Yeah, yeah, for you. We're going to have an autograph session. Come yeah, on, Bobby. Okay. All right. Bobby, <laughs> is don't challenge me. I will it's, set up a line of people. It's going to happen. <laughs> no, I didn't learn not to challenge. I've already been sitting at the table once. <laughs> Racing wise, though. Yeah, oh, man, I, I went out there Friday. Uh, all day and all, all afternoon. The, the event didn't start till three o'clock in the afternoon, but I, I got out there right then and uh, went into the evening. It's up until yesterday here in Sydney, it has been unbelievably hot, like crazy. And Friday wasn't, Thursday was, um, uh, Australia Day was in your terms around the 100 degree mark. Oh, wow. And uh, Friday cooled off a bit, thankfully, um, down to about the 90s. And, uh, yeah, I was out there for qualifying, hung out with a mate. Uh, we actually sat on the hillside. He got a VIP pass where he had his, uh, his ute, his pickup over on the hill. And, uh, we just hang out in the tailgate and watched the race and it was, it was really good. So, um, the whole field in top fuel qualified between a 379 and a 384. So in the heat, that wasn't too bad. And for the, you know, the level that our guys sort of uh, light the wick, I guess you'd say, or push the pieces and parts. Um, it was it was a fantastic qualifying session um, that ended up getting rained out in the end. Uh, the second session got rained out. So, uh, But then on the Saturday, I uh, had a family do on, so I didn't make it. But uh, it was sold out. The whole event was sold out. They weren't letting anybody in through the gate anymore through the gates. And uh, I honestly don't know if that's ever happened before, maybe once or twice, but it was, the crowd was amazing. Um, a little bit of a shout out to Top Fuel Australia and to uh, Sydney Dragway. They then posted uh, the whole event on, on Facebook live. Oh, that's great. Once they so, sold it out, um, they said, let's uh let's let people who can't get in watch it on the stream yeah. for free or whatever that's great yeah. and it was on one of the digital uh television channels as well um live and free so uh myself and miss julie uh spent the afternoon evening after uh, we got back from the family event and watched the race and until nearly midnight it was on so that's great. But a great event captain america uh, larry dixon uh, came third in top fuel. And I say third as our, our top fuel, we only had seven cars there for our little population. But uh, the event runs a, an all run format. So everybody gets to run in like a round robin uh, event, I guess you'd call it, where there's points for each round you win um, and for low ET and things like that. So uh, they have a A, B, and C final. And uh, Larry won the, the B final. Nice. Uh, overall, the A final was uh, Peter Zibaris, who's got uh, Benny is one of the tuners, my mate, and uh, Phil Reed, who you got, you've got to know, Joe, and yes. uh, the Jim Reed racing car. Uh, they, they run it up. 
so yeah, a really good event. Um, another one, Top Fuel Bike, which it's not uh, pretty significant out here as well. Uh, Chris Matheson uh, ran a 607 on the Top Fuel Bike, which uh, he's nearly into the fives. Uh, he's the guy whose manifold uh, Larry Spider-Man is running. Oh, great. And, and Larry uh, attributes that that run that he made at the NHRA event, at whatever the stupid speed he was, ran Joe, 270 mile an hour, whatever it was, whatever the crazy speed was. I think it was 268 or something. Or I don't think yeah, it was 270, it but it was 268, but it was the record, but he didn't yeah. get 270. Well, apparently Larry attributes that run to a manifold that uh, one of Chris's engineers and crew guys uh, come up with and then sent over to Larry. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they, yeah, hasn't got quite got it together down here himself into the fives, but uh, yeah, impressive anyways. Um, anything else that happened? I guess uh, probably the only thing was the uh, the opening ceremony, and I, I posted that on the WFO Facebook page, was the, the song that was released, which was uh, pretty moving, which was a tribute to... Uh, to Sam Fennick and to also uh, Louis Rapasada, who passed away about 30 years ago. The the irony, unfortunately, is that they were both mates. Uh, Sam, back back 30 years ago, was a crew guy on Louis' top fuel car. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they also both passed away at the same track at about the same spot. Oh. Uh, mm. That was the last, uh, yeah, the last real tragic a- accident to happen down here. And then it's happened, obviously happened to Sam a few weeks ago. So that song, uh, uh, actually a mate of mine w- co-wrote it and sung that song, uh, Matt Cornell and another guy, Adam Brand. Uh, Matt and I grew up in the same suburb town here in Sydney. Um, and sort of known each other since we were teenagers onwards. Um, they wrote that song during COVID as their thing to do. Is that me clicking? No, I think it's me clicking. Continue. Ah, okay. They wrote that song uh, during COVID, uh, just like we, how we all catch up for ignition once a week. They uh, were catching up every Friday via Zoom and jamming and coming up with the uh, words and lyrics for a song. And they produced that song. They finally got it together uh, at the end of uh, 2022. This is a long colluded uh, story here, but they're also mates with a gentleman by the name of Wayne Oranger, who's a who's a speedway commentator and also does some fill-in work for Top Fuel Australia. Um, Wade is actually the owner or part owner of Methanol Moonshine, Buddy Hall sponsor. Yes. Uh, Wade spends a lot of time in the States at Knoxville and things like that with his speedway gig. He was commentating on the line and only two days earlier had met Sam Fennick for the first time. Um, he was friends with Sam's uh, car owner and uh, they they struck up a friendship and uh, in Wade's word, he met a true gentleman and uh, a connection with him straight away. Unfortunately, uh, on Sam's tragic pass, uh, Wade was on the start line as, as the start line commentator. Uh, watched it all unfold. And then oh my uh, gosh. It, it was live. So Wade had to keep 
everything together. And I guess, Joe, you could probably appreciate it more than anybody here or who is will ever listen to this. Um, so after the tragedy, Wade reached out to Matt and Adam and said, if you're ever going to do something with that song, I think I've got the right, right thing for it. So uh, Nathan Prenegast, who's one of the uh, producers at uh, the TV station here that looks after drag racing, uh, he put together that, the video and uh, the, the song's called Our Church. And the rest is history. It got it was uh, released on uh, Tuesday, uh, sorry, on Friday at the tribute before the opening ceremony uh, for Sam. Do and we have Lewis. permission to play it? Well, it's it's all over the interweb. It's all over Facebook and YouTube. All right. It's, well, here uh, it is. And if we are, if we don't yeah. have permission to play it, it's Matt. It's Matt's fault. It's Matt's fault. Sam Fennick, guys, you just heard a great talk up of it. I don't know if you've seen it, but this is the uh, worldwide WFO, WFO debut of our church. Let's see if I can get this thing to play. Hey there, my brothers. Can you make some time? Because my state of mind ain't so I'm losing faith Show me where to turn Cause I need to learn I'm not alone We're not alone We may not be holy men For all that it's worth We're more brothers and friends And this is our church When we get Even though he's gone 
but he still lives on. Cause it's too late to tell ya in the back of a hearse. So I'm telling you now. Wow. Amazing stuff. Wow, Matt. It's just uh, tremendous. I don't even know what to say other than uh, great production, very well done, and uh, just so sad uh, at the same time. Tough stuff. Tough stuff. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But good. A good trip. Yeah. Oh, a great, a great tribute. I, uh, now, for all you audio-only folks out there listening to the podcast, which is everybody, <laughs> unless you're a Patreon, um, the Patreons could see a video to go along with that song. You guys heard just the song. And the song is great, by the way. Like, you know the people who wrote and performed that song? Like, that's amazing. And uh, yeah. just entertainment value, I, uh, you know, hopefully they're not copyrighted and it doesn't get enough, But I don't think it will. I like that you know these guys. Um, we might have to play that video again on Nitro this week. Uh, so people can see the video footage. I don't think that has been uh, publicized. I know we retweeted it a couple of times, but uh, if you're cool with it, we'll probably play that on Nitro tomorrow. You all right with that? I'm all right with it. I'll, I'll even, uh, I'm sure it won't be a problem at all, Joe, but it's on uh, top, uh, the um, YouTube channel, Top Fuel Australia. have got it posted on their YouTube channel. Um, I'll reach out to Matt after after the show and just uh, get his uh, blessing, blessing, and he he'll, he might even listen along or listen along afterwards. And uh, yeah, I'm sure it'd be cool. I'm sure a very emotional the, for everybody. Tough stuff. Yeah, I'll buy him. So, a, I'll buy him a beer. True, by the way, so true because we're not holding okay. him. Excellent. Mm. Good. You are an agent. You're an agent I'll of WFO a, down under. I'll buy him a beer on your behalf, and everything will be okay. I will reimburse you. I promise. Buy him too. <laughs> okay, too. Make it happen. Make it happen. Great job. Great job. All right. So yeah, there's your Drag Race Australia report from uh, Matt Clark from Port Calibration Services. Way to go, Matt. That is tremendous. All right, guys. A uh, couple of things. Business before we get on out of here. Number one, WFO Fantasy League. Resigning, signing in, changing password, driver group. Oh, I got news about that. Did you do it? Did you try it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I had paid. You guys have the news? Y'all know then. At least $5 footlongs, man. Well, we have to pay. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR wants $5 from everybody. At least $5. Minimum. Donation, at least minimum $5. Donation. $5. I thought it was an ass, not a. No, it's, it's a must. It says, please help support yeah. my effort. 
I've logged 650 plus hours so far coding for the 2023 season. The previous five seasons, I've offered driver group game ad free and free to play. This sixth season, I am requesting a minimum $5 donation per player to be made to play driver group game. My status you- is unpaid so far. And it says, you have, please try to have your donation by the fourth race of the season, March 12, 2023. And you get each individual account has a player ID number. And he wants you to go to a certain spot and pay either with PayPal or some sort of, you know, transfer money over to him at, at, at least in $5 increments. Wow. Well, that's it. That's definitely puts us in so, a very uh, interesting position. Yeah, I just discovered that this morning at work, and I meant to say it, but you know, you yeah. know how things are. So I is he paying that. the winner this year, or what? <laughs> he's going to put the money in his pocket, is what he's going to do. So I, he said the fourth race. First of all, so um, here's what I'm going to do. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna promote the fantasy league just like him. We could just create a new group. There is no place else that facilitates fantasy NASCAR that I know of. They used to be on Yahoo. In our early days, we did Yahoo. Yahoo had a whole big thing about it, and in and now it is kind of dead. And uh, Yahoo doesn't do it anymore. And these guys on Driver Group Game filled the void, and they wrote their own programming, and they have been doing it. And my intention initially, uh, I like so many, don't want to pay for anything, but I would pay five dollars to play the game for this guy. You know, to it's facilitating a huge part of WFO Radio. So I would, at very least. Donate $5, and I intend to do it. But our group will definitely get smaller. Some people are not going to pay the $5, but I am going to. And if you guys don't, then I'm going to be the winner, and my name is going to go on that trophy. We're Just not going to let right that happen. You, you, you not going to let it happen. No, no, no. $5 doesn't scare me away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's me and Sue battling for our names on the trophy. Then, Sue, I got it because like the second car just got built. We automatically think I'm going to lose this one. Not this year. Well, look, all things considering, if we have 50 to 100 people for WFO at five bucks a pop, it's still only, you know, like at most a nickel for the whole for the whole WFO people. So it's, you know, it's not cost prohibitive by any means. Yeah, even if they did, we're paying $500 as a group for this guy. Um, he's putting work in, man. Legit work. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of work. Yeah, like, no, over the 36... 36- Oh, the weeks of the season and, right. and so forth, you know, it's hey, it's, yeah. it's five dollars for a season of trash talking, going back and forth. I'm in, yeah, for the cost of spend a that on a six pack of cold drinks for right. the week. For the cost are of you kidding me? We gamble two. more than that at work on whether the whether our interviewers are going to show up to interviews or not. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, driver group game, guys. Uh, the WFO management is in the five bucks. And also the way they positioned it, it sounds like you can sign up if you really stink on ice the first four weeks. You can just get <laughs> out on the donations. Like I'm last, I'm out of here. Um, but I will be donating because I feel like it is the right thing to do. And we've, we've tested the product. The product has been really good. Do, Monica, do we still have our names or just a number? I think you have your name. We still have our names. Yep. You just sign in. Yeah, we you just, just have, have a, a another ID number. You have a user ID number. It still says Geo in Miami for mine. You know, I don't even. I, is that the name of my team? I think it was team. I, I don't even. Know. No, mine. Mine is like email. I think is what I use to get in or something. So, but whatever so you logged in with. So 
do your own investigation. Right, you got. You, you, I'm sure you can edit your your team name however you want, but it's a user ID. You know, my yeah. I, I've got a four digit user ID, so I'm sure we all do. Excellent. Just go back in the same link, says Sue, and uh, that's uh, that's the deal. Hey, I want to wish well, uh, Josh Hart. We have to post a link somewhere, I guess, is what we got to start doing, you know. Oh, yes. Well, we post or, it? But if you saved it in your favorites last year, you can go back into that same one. It's just drivergroupgame.com. Drivergroupgame.com. Remember, yeah. driver everybody that's listening to Ignition. Sign up for the WFO. Drivergroupgame.com. <laughs> drivergroupgame.com. Drivergroupgame. There's drivergroupgame.com. Game. Yeah. Where we but, play but then, you, then you got to give them the code to get into it if they <laughs> don't have the. And if you and get lost, send me a message or text me. I'll I'll, I'll help you. Get a hold we'll, of one of us. We'll, one we'll of us guide will. you in the right direction. Okay. We'll set you straight. Exactly. All right. Don't coming call Marvin. For, don't call Marvin to get you to help you though. You could get in trouble doing that. Speaking yeah. of Marvin, eight one seven nine two four six eight two one. Call Marvin and get some coffee, hot sauce, a spice rub. He said he was one of the first people to wish me happy birthday this morning. He was up roasting coffee, fired off a text. I thought it was great. Thank you, Marvin. I appreciate it. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure. If you want to drive a dragster, guys, go to Frank Hawley. People in the WFO universe, it's three ninety nine, right? We're just debating over five bucks, but you get a huge, huge life experience of driving a dragster with little <laughs> to no investment. Uh, you know, you show up with nothing, drive a dragster, $399, Frank Holly's Drag Racing School, or samtech.edu, a career in machining, engine blocks, cylinder heads, all of it, motorsport EFI tuning, samtech.edu. A uh, couple things. Congratulations to Josh Hart. They just, uh, they're going to have another uh, little one. So he's going to have a, uh, another uh, child, a family of four. And so good job for Josh. Uh, I'm super happy that Arno Carriers took my engine. And I thought of Josh the whole time. So great job, folks at Bernie's, of course. Uh, Cindy Williams, Shirley died. Oh, she's going to go hang out with Laverne no. again. Yep. Now, oh. not right now, about two hours ago. I mean, probably before that, but that's where I got it. It was earlier today. I've got the news earlier Man. today. Too. Yeah. Shreels. Yeah. Cindy Williams Hello. passed away. Uh, and what's interesting is I was just talking about Cindy Williams with Polly the White Guy because on YouTube, there was a video posted of the drag racing scenes from American Graffiti 2. You may recall they were out at, uh, I think it was Fremont Drag Strip in California. They shot American Graffiti 2 where Milner's out there. He thinks he's going to get the factory ride and said he doesn't and all that stuff. Uh, there's that uh, Swedish exchange student, you know, speaky. It was, uh, and Cindy Williams was in it, right? And she was married to uh, Opie Cunningham at that point. And um, I'm mixing my old school metaphors, but you get what I'm saying. And so I had a big conversation about Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. And here she is. She passes away you killed her dude ah sad the original wednesday adams passed away too says monica that's unfortunate oh man yeah i don't think i'd recognize her i didn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't know i know know the new wednesday show show on netflix probably not yeah right (laughs) exactly exactly and finally um if you've been following me on the social media for the last year or so, I have been hyping up the new night court show. And uh, I'm proud to say that the new night court show (laughs) got the highest ratings of any comedy on NBC for five years and is a hit. Uh, Is it a mega hit or is it just enough of a hit to keep going? 
time will tell. Will people continue to watch? Who knows? But I've been enjoying it. I thought it's simple fun. Simple humor. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, Rick and Morty make me feel bad about uh, the world. It's just simple old school night court fun. They've captured, they've recaptured the energy and uh, good for them. So if you haven't watched Night Court, if you like the original Night Court, John Larroquette is great, just older. It's got the nostalgia that everybody is loving right now. Who knows why? Why is nostalgia big for the 80s when we were young and great and not uh, now? And uh, it's good stuff. So I recommend. I got to tell you, man, I didn't believe that when when you just said that Night Court was the highest rated show on TV. But uh, you are very accurate other than live sporting NFL games. Uh, Night Court was the highest rated show, period. This, this well, I don't know this that. Year. That's news, infer- news to me. I thought it was a comedy. Over the games? No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, what's yeah. the ratings? Give it to us. Well, the first, well, the previous week, obviously, not coming into this week, uh, yeah. was the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers uh, d- divisional game. It had 45 million viewers, 45.6. Then the Giants Philly was number two. Uh, kickoff for Saturday was number three. Kickoff Sunday was number four. The wildcard game Cowboys in Tampa Bay the previous week was number five. Uh, oh, sorry. No, Accused on Fox is number seven. Night Court is eight. Chicago Fire is nine. And Chicago Med is 10. That's the top 10. Cool. Excellent. So all sporting events. It was, it was as a sitcom. And the stat that I was pulling was for sitcoms, you know, because the sitcom right. they say is dead. And uh, Night Court, they 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 got a hit there, at least for a little while, until the nostalgia wears off. But, uh, you know, Dan Fielding has been good. And, you know, they're just like, what's Night Court anyway? What was the whole point of Night Court? The whole point was the crazy convicts that come in. Like, it's a courtroom. Like, what's the comedy? The comedy is these people that come in and they get arrested for weird stuff. That was the comedy of Night Court. And it took me a little while to remember that, right? Like, what's the deal with the show? And then they 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 show you like, oh, this guy got arrested for this. And this guy got arrested for that. And then, you know, the two counselors battling it out. And fielding is fielding. John Larroquette is obviously a great comedic actor. And uh, I'm liking it so far. Yeah, there's some silliness. It's light. It's network. There's no profanity. There's no nudity. There's any of that. But for me, uh, it is full of nostalgia. And I'm watching it. Tuesday night, 8 p.m., and I'm watching in real time. I'm not doing this uh, on-demand stuff where everybody is watching their own show at their own time and nobody can talk about anything that they ever watch because no one ever watches anything together. You mean like, like Tulsa King? I'm <laughs> 10 episodes behind. I gave up on it. Why? Well, you can't be 10 episodes behind when there's only like there's seven. Only, so. There was nine. No, I yeah. think nine, I, there I, you I, go. I, there was nine. I watched one episode. I'm five episodes in. When they started introducing all these extra characters and it just got so deep. And then his thing with his daughter and uh, you know, it got really intense. Uh, I don't know. I just temporarily checked out. I'll go back. Actually, let me tell you someone that ran through all night told me that, that uh, definitely worth it. Cause I told my, I saw like the first two and then I just kind of checked out and he said, Oh, you're going to love it. You, you would definitely like it. And that, and this is someone that I didn't expect would like it. So uh, there you go. See, the reason I quit is like episode five, I'm watching it and I'm like watching it all by myself. Nobody's watching. I'm telling every one of my friends, you got to watch it. And they're like, oh, man. And so I just and and the story got a little convoluted. Sue, you're telling me they bring it back. They bring it back. They bring it all together. Yeah. You got to remember, it's a first it's the first season. Right. 
So you have to get through those first few episodes where they're actually building the story and you're learning about the characters. But man, you get past season, you get past the episode five, it really starts to heat up. You'll like it. Okay, episode five. That's right where I stalled out too. That's right where I stalled out. You like the Godfather. You'll like it. Pat Musi was in Italy recently. Pat Musi likes it. Well, he took a big picture in front of the billboard. They had a giant billboard for Tulsa King in Rome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? He likes it. Actual Italians care in Rome, care about Sylvester Stallone in Tulsa, Oklahoma? And the answer is apparently they feel like they do. Enough to have a billboard. Simple See? as that. All right. Final thoughts. Let's start with Matt in Australia. Uh <clears throat> Well, quick one to the end of the uh, Australia report. Uh, this weekend, we've got the Bathurst 12-hour endurance race, which nice. is the uh, op- opening uh, round of the Intercontinental GT Championship. So, uh, and one of the, we've got 28 drivers. One of the big, uh, sorry, 28 teams. One of the big, uh, big names is Valentino Rossi. Ah. Wonderful. Of, Moto, mm. of Moto GT fame. Yeah, is uh, going to be in a uh, M4 BMW GT3 car. The, the most of the most of the field uh, of those twenty eight are uh, GT3 cars. Then there's Very a few cool. uh, in, invitational cars there as well. So yeah, that's a big thing happening in Australia this weekend, um, motorsports wise. Final thoughts: uh, too many people know the cost of everything and the value and nothing. <laughs> That's nice. That's good stuff yeah. right there. There you go, man. The way to check out, man. Cost, don't say anything else. The cost of everything and the value of nothing. I had an example to go with that is, uh, which brought it to my mind was uh, a customer yesterday apologized to me and said, I should have listened to you last time you were here. And he went out and bought a uh, cheap and nasty torque wrench. And he showed me the $50,000 sprint car engine that uh, exploded because of it. Wow. Oh. Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Yeah. All right. Good note. Good note. Cost of everything, value enough. Cost of everything, value of nothing. Excellent. Bobby Graham. Well, I had so much praying this week. I was out digging ditches, but I thought about what I put together was watching the ball game and watching Cincinnati. And it kind of went on all on the lines of what you were talking about when you come in and said uh, the deal is what I was thinking about. You need to think about what you're going to do and the fallback on it of what happens. I mean, don't get so excited that you mess everything up. So right. slow down. Of course, like in a football game, you can't, it's hard to slow down, but just think of what you're going to do. Don't just react. Think. Don't leave the oil on the stove with the heat on. Yeah, that, that worked too. Don't do that. <laughs> but, but I'm laughing with you because I've probably done the same thing. I've left so on before too. It was a nightmare experience, but I got lucky and I lie, you know, we can look back and laugh, but slow down, Joe, slow down a little bit and think things through a little bit more, you'll be better off. Can't be frantic. Can't be frantic. 
What about you, Sue? What do you got? Well, um, you know, it's, uh, as you mentioned, uh, D2 is kicking off this weekend. So wishing all of our D2 friends and as well putting that, that song family, uh, wish them well. Hope it, hope it, uh, hope it's a great event. Um, hopefully the weather and everything, it's looking good. So, uh, um, you know, go, go, uh, get the dust, get the dust off, shake the rust off and, uh, Hope everybody has fun at the uh, the Orlando uh, Division Two race for NHRA, and of course the WFO brothers here, Gio and Joe, wish you both a very happy birthday. Joining the Fifty Club, yeah, I said joining. So um... <laughs> you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> what are you talking about, Sue? What? I, I don't. Yeah. It's yeah. They kicked me out years ago. Well, with Dave, she means us and Dave. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. So, um, wish you both a very, very happy birthday. Appreciate everything you both do, even the hard time that we all give each other. <laughs> so, enjoy, have fun, and um, celebrate. And Joe, be safe when you head up to Orlando. <laughs> oh, I will. No, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun, and uh, it's going to be good stuff. So if anybody is out in that area, obviously come out to the Division Two race, man. Come out, hang out, bring your yeah. WFO signs, Go right? Do it. You'll be the one guy in the stands with the sign. Is that and the race that's not actually in Orlando? Bithlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bithlow. Bithlow. Yeah, yeah it's okay. east. It's more close to closer to Titusville. It's over there. Uh, it's almost on the coast, is what you're telling me. Well, not quite. Yeah, it's no. between. Okay. It, it's kind of like Charlotte, you know, they, they call the ZMAX Charlotte, but it's not in Charlotte. It's up in Concord. So up in Concord. Right. We just picked the biggest, the name of the biggest city that's nearby. And right. that's where the race is. A, a quick note, uh, Pickle Rick wrote that Tom Bailey is in Florida mapping out the route for sick week and making adjustments. We did the drive over the Skyway Bridge and there is work going on that has the emergency lane closed, meaning there is basically nowhere to pull over. If there's an issue with that in mind, they have changed up the route dramatically after uh, Kissimmee, and we'll now finish up at Woody's River Rue, just north of Bradenton. It's a shorter day, 264 miles track to track. Uh, so a little note for those of you going to do the sick week deal. Uh, I think Steve Brenwald was maybe going to do that. And so a uh, little note from Pickle Rick. Giovanni, final thought? Well, um, no, I guess, you know, as we uh, make our way around this uh, wonderful uh earth ball in the sky uh, for another time. I uh, just want to be uh, grateful for all of you guys at the WFO universe that make this uh, so much worthwhile and uh, make it all fun and enjoyable here every year as we get together for not just another year, our birthday, but another racing year of all of the motorsports that we love are, are, are quickly upon us and beginning with uh, the NASCAR clash this weekend. And just like that, we're talking about, uh, you know, get, going back on and signing on for your fantasy team. So let's do it. Let's Can't go. If anybody needs, uh, is in financial situation and needs uh, the $5 entry, uh, let me know. We could uh, figure something out. If it comes out of the general fund. What out of the general fund. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm making a giant donation to the human fund in uh, the name of Joe Costello for his birthday. So, uh. Thank ah. you very much for that, Gio. I appreciate that, my, uh, you know, birthday gift. Um, I like that idea. Like, if you don't want to pay the five bucks, you just have to alert everybody in public, and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pay for you. We'll right? make it happen. But you're going to take a beating. We'll make it work. You're going to take a beating about it, but we'll cover it. 
that's yeah. That's well, pretty you know me, man. I, I'm 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 here for you, but I'll let you know about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, and so for me, uh, normally I blow Don't everybody burn the out, house down, dude. Good, yeah, good that to too. You're right. To Obviously, <laughs> and fix, fix your uh, smoke detectors too, would you? <laughs> That's a oh doubt. god! I didn't think about that. They had to be going off. Huh? They didn't. They didn't. They go didn't. Off. They did not go Ooh. off. Oh, I you need to fix it. You have one that's attached to the alarm too. It is attached to the alarm. I have one alarm. here by the alarm that that it, it you know if the smoke detector goes off, the alarm people call. None of that happens. <laughs> you gotta fix oh, that. You need though. to do. You really you need to check into that. Then I do need to check into that. Except I've been battling this crate, and so now that's uh, right to the top of the list crate uh, took priority over the whole empire burning down and now that the crate is off i can call my alarm company yes exactly shouldn't the alarm have been going off the whole house was full of smoke man not just a little bit a lot bit and did it go off no it did not so i went up in there to check the battery there's no battery it's wired wired right into the alarm it should have gone off it did not go off nobody called nobody said nothing it was not good get on it says monica and i agree I agree. All right. So here's my final thought. You know what I was thinking about the other day, guys? I was thinking about our great friend, Gary Corbett. You know, I was cleaning my uh, area by the TV and I've got this really cool Dale Earnhardt glass thing. And on it, I have these guitar picks from Kiss. And Gary sent us those when he first started to listen to the show. And he knew that Gio was like a metalhead and, and all that stuff. He sent us both these picks for when they were on tour, when he was on tour with Kiss. And they sit prominently in my living room. And I was looking at those and I was thinking about it. And just, you know, the turning 50 and the birthday and all of this stuff that's happening, the people that are coming and going in our lives and the older we get, all joking aside, the more the more people are dying, man. Everybody, like, you get to know them and you're like, oh, that's a nice person. They're dead. And it's tough stuff. It's really tough stuff. So I spent a little time just thinking about Gary. Gary was great for a little while. And then Gary is gone. Our buddy. You know, but there's a part of him back, uh, uh, you know, around still. And, and I think about him, but I just, uh, I, you know, I hope everybody realizes like it's all limited, man. It's all limited. It's not forever. It's not even for a long time. So if you've got some stuff you got to do or something you want to say or somebody you want to pat on the back or something, you should do it. You should do it. Do it because you don't know when this thing is going to come to a screeching halt in a raging kitchen fire or something like that. So I was thinking that and uh, threw it out there. And, you know, Gary, rest in peace, bud. And that is that. All right, guys. Good job. Well, right. there you have it. You know what? Yeah. WFO, everybody. There it is. Woo. That was Bobby, it's really a sphere. It's not a ball. That's the problem. It's a sphere. It's not a ball. I'm beginning um, to think it's flat. The water's not running anywhere down here. It's just flat. It's all... <laughs> Oh, what on God's flat earth are you talking about, Bob? <laughs> exactly. exactly. All right, guys. There they go. There you go. The WFO Patreon, Matt Clark and Bobby Graham and Sue Morris. Thank you, Sue, for all the coaching on the crate. And Giovanni in Miami, who will be turning 50 just hours from now, baby. Hours. Like 48 of them. But still. Oh, less than that now. Oh, man. He's counting down. Less Good than job, that Giovanni. now. We're talking about, what, 26 hours now. Dude, I'm a decade older than you right now. Yeah. Mine starts with a five and yours starts with a four. <laughs> Wise wisdom, young bud. Wisdom. You'll get it someday, you know. All right. There he goes. Giovanni in Miami. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Audio only, folks. Uh, don't forget to watch me and Reinhardt tomorrow, one o'clock Eastern time. 
the Tim Wilkerson thing. That was tremendous. We had a big week last week. Lots of fun. Congratulations to the Eagles fan. I see Megan down there. we got a lot of Eagles fans on this crew. I don't know how that happened, but good luck to your team, guys. And you Chiefs fans, same deal. I hope you get to enjoy. Someone gets to enjoy. And we're all going to have a good game. That's next week. This weekend, Orlando Speed World Dragway. I'll be there if you're in the area. Come on out. Divisional racing. It is going to be a whole lot of fun. Appreciate it. To everyone who has said happy birthday and all that stuff, thank you. I it's uh, eh. <laughs> I hate to say it. My dad told me just hours ago. He's like, you know, my dad told me, his dad, my grandfather told him, he's like, don't let that get in your head at all. It's not a big deal. And my dad does a great job of it. He's about to turn uh, 80. I, I do less of a good job. But you know what motivates me? Thinking about this. Getting this race car back on the track and all the stuff that's going to go into it. I'm super excited, and that's what I'm working towards. And uh, hopefully, that will happen soon. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you all. Thanks to our sponsors. See you tomorrow, WFO. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.